Eight o'clock on a Tuesday night, and we are here live in the studio in the middle of. Don't the... lie, Tim. No, we are this time for the first we time. We wouldn't in be a... here on a Tuesday night for a first time in a long time. Here we are, and across the desk from me, as always, is my radio buddy Luke Massey. Good evening, Luke. Good evening, Tim. It's good to be live, isn't it? It is. It, it is. takes away that safety net that we're used to, me and you, from our circus days. That's right. You can't edit that out. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. so what you... happens if we do stuff up, which we regularly do? Like, right. a, how are we going to get around it tonight? Twos of people will hear. Yeah. <laughs> dozens of people here. But we used to Storm have... the station. We used to um, record at home during COVID, and that was pretty loose. And we got in a really bad habit, didn't we? Yeah, of just saying, yeah, just, oh, we can edit that out. We can edit that out. just swearing, debauchery. Yeah. Like, if, sometimes we forgot to even talk. And there may, may have been liquor taken during the show as well. Did you drink back then? Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> it went south pretty quick. But look, let's mm. talk about what we're doing in the show tonight. Um, you're going to talk about why the road to Melbourne should be 110 k's an hour. It's so annoying. And, and I'll tell you, preach, because I'm right there with you on it, that it, one. It's ridiculous. Who's making the road laws in this country right now? Let's not spend yeah, much right, on it. Yeah, I, I even got angry on the way in. Yeah, as you should. Driving on the way in because it just hit every red light. Yeah. They go for way too long than they need to. They yeah. don't turn. Anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in a bad mood just talking about it. Don't, oh, jeez. Right. Um, I'm going to talk about why do I watch the news? I, I'm, I'm, I've become like my dad. I'm fascinated with getting to watch the news at a certain time. Then yeah. I watch it and I go, that was depressing. Why do I do it? Does it make you feel better about yourself? Like, I'm going, all right. Look at those guys. Yeah, maybe that's a bit of that. A we'll, bit of that. We'll talk about that. It's certainly not to educate yourself. No, that's right. We're going to talk about uh, well, mailbag's pretty interesting this week. Can't wait to read that. Um, and I suppose the big ticket item. Oh, I'm going to post something right now. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to this right now, live, I'm, I'm, live, I'm about to post something right on our Facebook page of Tim's force night out when he went pole dancing yep. the other night. I've made a little video, and I'm going to. I'll do it during the song. Yeah, okay. Because I right. can't do two things at once. No, you know that. No, no one can. No one can. But look, we'll talk about that. And we'll talk more about the lovely people at Kylie J. Pole uh, Dancing Studios who were just fantastic and the most uh, brilliant people to do it with. And it was great. So it was good fun. It um, was. It looked like it was fun. You looked like you were really enjoying yourself. Oh, physically, I was miles out of my depth. Hey, uh, we just got a message to come through. Yeah. Hey, boys, shout out to the lads who do the show before you. We love that show. Yeah, that was going to be my so, third mailbag. So you just stuffed me up. Oh, did I muck it up? Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for that, Peter. Who does? the show before yeah, that's us. That's right, a bit of um, shameless self-promotion there. Yeah, and, and they're great, aren't they? they like, are. They're really good with all that stuff that they do and saying yeah, that's songs right, yeah. and stuff. That's right. and I think they play ads and yeah. um, don't they do like wacky sound effects? No, well, no, yeah, they've got wacky sound effects and and they've got those little stings where it goes, you know, essential rhythm with Pete and Mike and they go, yes, oh, they've got that too. Yeah, whereas we don't have that. I was saying, I guessed about the wacky sound effects. I've never actually No, they do, them, yeah. So remember I said the one last week, it was, you know, hide the donuts. It's fat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got to do that. Yeah. Do so we've got I to don't do actually listen to the polls. We've got to Should I say that? No, you shouldn't. No. No, it's, you uh, do. It's great. To... It's great, the polls. So, so um, they do a really good footy coverage. <laughs> nah, that's crap. We're going to talk about uh, rugby league and, yeah. and music festivals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that what you're doing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, you uh, were in Splendour the other day, obviously. Oh, I watched it. I just couldn't think of anything worse. Yeah. It looked so. What if Queen were playing there? Would you go? Hey, there we go. That's got you, hasn't it? So, like, if I could go back in time and Queen were playing. No, now. If they come now. No. 
That's not really Queen. What do you mean it's not Queen? Well, there's no Freddie Mercury and uh, John Deacon doesn't play, so it's only half of Queen. What's half of Queen? So you've got... Princess. No, nah, you're an idiot. Well, I don't know. What, what, so you wouldn't go watch them? Well, it's not, it's not real. It's not really Queen. Yeah, but it's... it's who have they got? Adam the, Lambert? No, they've got Brian May and... Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Adam Lambert's a singer, though. Yeah, he is, yeah. And the drummer. Oh, God, I've forgotten his name. Yeah, but they're playing Queen songs. No, I get it. Okay, let me put it this way. I wouldn't go to a music festival to see them. I would go to a festival where I could leave at the end and be comfortably home in my own bed afterwards. I must admit, if if Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr well, started a band with two other blokes and called themselves the Beatles, I wouldn't go watch it either. No, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. So that's a good point. Yeah. All right, yeah. no worries. Um, we're gonna, I'm glad we clarified that. But yeah, do, yeah, Scintillating we, chat. There's more of that coming up. <laughs> so, Justin Murphy Award. We haven't had it for a couple of weeks. And I'm going to have... This guy's a repeat offender because... We spoke about him the other day. <laughs> I don't even know who it is. And, oh, yeah, yeah. I and and since then, I cannot escape his mug on TV, and it's starting to really shit me to tears. Yeah, okay. So we're going to talk about him again. I had a real highbrow one, a real intellectual one, but you overruled me. We'll, we'll, dis- we'll discuss it. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, And who's our guest this week? Uh, we have Alfie. Yep. I, I should know his last name. That's all right. We'll sit with Alfie. Alfie. Yeah, so he's a, he's got, he runs Cafe Palais with his lovely wife, April. Yep. They do amazing food. They cater for our gigs. They do. We have a gig coming up, don't we? On August the 12th, I believe. August the 12th, yeah. Well, well, we won't mention it, but, yeah. No. Tickets are tribal. Claire Hooper, tickets are tribal. But yep. uh, they do amazing food down there and, and just lovely people. And I was in one day just chatting to Alfie because he's really always, one of those guys always got a smile on his face. He does, yeah. And I found out he, he used to do a bit of stuff back in Vietnam. Yeah, he was he was involved in a lot of promotions and things like that, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, and choreographing whole big massive shows really? and everything. Yeah, like he's quite an interesting dude. Oh. And I remember thinking at the time, well, we should have him on the show. And if his choreography is anything like his pork belly, I'd watch that all day. <laughs> You'd just sit there and watch the pork belly oh. go around a meal, wouldn't you? I tried my own pork belly the other night, and while it was okay... You can't eat your own belly, but... No, pork... Oh, sorry, I get what you mean, yeah. sorry. Pork belly, I tried it, right, yeah. with the crackling and the stuff. And while it was good, it was nowhere near what he does. He does amazing It's things. incredible, isn't it? Um, so let's have a song, and uh, you can post what you've got to post, and we'll hook in. All right, let's do it. Let's uh, play a bit of... Uh... I didn't have anything ready. No, then. that's okay, right, yeah. Cool. yeah. Temple policy. You're very close. You're in the right era. That's a really good start for you. Thank you very much. Very proud of you. You're getting there. You're getting there. Yeah, talking, talking of music aficionados, mm. um, big shout out to the boys at Central Rhythm before us. Yeah, absolutely, Pete mate. Mike, great Pete job. Mike, they, do, they do a great job every week. And I was only joking when I say don't listen to them. No, I, I know, yeah. Them. I know you were telling me you were how passionate yeah. you were off air. Um, and they've actually got involved in the Force Night Out. What do you mean? Well, we'll talk about it later during the Force Night Out segment, but they are hooking in. They are well, not they're st- going to do it as well. No, wait. They're not standing on the sidelines anymore. They've lined something up for us to do together. I hey, know. Hang on. That's, yeah. not the, that's not the deal. I know. I well, know. It, but, just, people can just pick stuff now, can they? Well, I don't know. We'll discuss it later during the segment, okay? Oh, mate, you're too okay. excited, mate. You're in a bad mood. Now, the reason you're in a bad mood, you've yeah. been out driving. I'm sick of the over-officialdom of the people making the traffic laws in this country. We've spoken about it before, where cars are getting safer and safer, yet they're reducing speed limits more and more. more. 70s have become 60s all over Geelong. Yep. 80s and have become 70s. it's infuriating. Yep. It's all highways, or not highways, what do you call it, like thoroughfares. There's no houses on there. Yeah. And there's no. no need for it, and it's all double lane. And you go, why? Well, why are you doing this? What, what's brought this to the, to a head for you? you? You went somewhere the yeah, other day? so the other day I drove from Melbourne to Dalesford on the Calder Highway, yeah. right? And I don't know, Melbourne must have their stuff together because every other direction but this one, 
is 110. Yep. And the Calder Highway, I haven't driven it in years, mm. and it is a shocking highway. Yeah, it's yeah. one lane each way, you dri- and, and it's there's houses everywhere, mm-hmm. and there's potholes, it's windy, mm-hmm. you've got no way of seeing mm-hmm. what's coming. It's 110, mate. Yeah. And I was like, I actually felt like at times, oh, wow, that, I need to slow down a little bit here because that's just too fast. You felt unsafe. I felt unsafe. That's no good. I don't like that. Yeah, I might have had a couple of that. Anyway. <laughs> 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 but uh, what I'm saying is that it, it's ridiculous. So, ridiculous that you've got a one-lane highway, windy, where you can't see what's coming, where the sun's setting in front of you because it's all hills. To Bendigo, no less. To Bendigo, you know, where we know what they're oh, like down oh, there. Mate, like, it's, it's awful place. They're still drinking out of bottles with X's on them. That's you know? right. Uh, and... And yet here, from Geelong to Melbourne, Sorry, flat, so straight, three lanes, three lanes all the way, hundred. That's right. That's right. Who from, is making these laws? From Tim, Victoria's second biggest city to Victoria's biggest city. Yep. Right, Let's slow them down. That's right. So here we are asking the big questions of the state government right now. Who makes those decisions? Who, who makes it? Who makes that's it? Right. And I know that we're we've we've caused a lot of change. Here we on have Fat and Ginger, yeah. maybe amongst our listeners who switch off, they switch to a different radio yeah, station. But we, we we have had a bit of a Ginger Darmus effect where we, we talk haven't. about stuff and stuff happens. This one needs to change. It does. I agree. It really does. Like the seventies to sixties is bad enough. I agree. In cars that actually stop for you if you're not paying attention now. You, you know what? We've almost got pretty much autonomous cars right now. Yeah. So I had a high car when I drove into the Rue, you know, a couple of months back during the comedy festival. When you took it, took it out. Yeah, well, it's probably a wallaby more than a kangaroo, but because I drive a Kia Rio, I did irreparable damage. <laughs> it was like that, you know that episode where Sylvester keeps like going in thinking it's a mouse and it's a kangaroo? Yeah, that's right. Like that. Spot yeah, You hit the yeah, mouse that's because right. it was in the Rio. Yeah. And so I got a, a Hyundai i20 or something, which was my high car. Mm. And pretty basic car, right? Yeah. And that had adaptive cruise control that would keep you inside the lines and would keep you a certain distance from the car in front. Exactly. I, and I don't recommend this. Don't try this at home. No, but I, I could know. let go of my wheel yeah. and it would turn for me. There's times where I'm actually not paying attention and it will break for me. Yeah, that's right. And, and sometimes, most of the time, it doesn't need to. No. It, it senses there's a car up in front when really there isn't. Yeah. But what I'm saying is cars are getting to a point where they're doing that, yet we're reducing speed limits and it's frustrating people and it's, it's causing traffic to bank up. It's what they don't understand. And they're not doing it in places where it doesn't really matter. They're doing it in places where traffic needs to move faster. That's right. And, and to get people through because they've got to get to where they've got to go. And, okay, here's my thing and I've said this to you before and I'm going to say it again. What's the most dangerous thing that most people will do in it, It's driving and you want to get them off the road. And you want to get them off the road quicker so you need to make the speed limits higher so they get to where they want to go quicker. I, I reckon much it's safer. great logic, Tim. I love Thank it. Thank you very much. Uh, but it's just, I don't know, like even driving here tonight I must have copped 30 red lights you were there was no, and there was no traffic around, I just kept copping them and just sitting there for 40, 50 seconds at a time with nothing going through the intersection and I was just thinking... I'm just going to start driving through. You've, I'm really getting over it. You were filled with rage when you got here tonight. Oh, I was red as those lights. Well, I'll tell you what, we, we, when we used to live together, and I hate to bring it up because I know what it does to you emotionally, but mm. remember the one when you turn off... Tor- I, st- I still just drive straight Torquay through. Road. What's that road called? Armstrong Parade or whatever it's called? Yeah, don't say exactly. <laughs> section in case someone says, oh, we might put a camera there. But like, but that's the most useless road. It's not just road. me. Everybody does it. But the, but, but it stays would... red for like four or five minutes at a time when there's nothing coming. And you go, well, you, why is there a red arrow? Why do we have red arrows? 
What do they achieve? Unless there's people walking across the road, someone presses the button. Just for the listeners, Luke was making the walking symbol with his finger. Yeah, I was there too, yeah. Either that or I was tickling someone that's not there. Well, there's people walking across the road, then fair enough, because people we need to know as a driver don't go because they're going to be pedestrians there. Otherwise, why is there such a thing as a red arrow? Well, we were going to, remember when we started our political parties, we found out how hard it was. We looked into it, didn't we? (laughs) We did. And our platform, the sole policy was going to be banning red arrows. Yeah, well, that's what that's what would have got us elected. Oh, mate, we'd just... After that, you should have seen the policies that we had in plan, <laughs> yeah, you know? That's right. I think it was got a lot of people relocated. <laughs> that's, yeah, it wasn't great, yeah. yeah. Um, mm. Look, so I agree with you. Are you still sick? No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> just can't stop coughing. So, yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, 110, I agree. And How do we start that campaign? Who do we have to speak to? I know it's not... Look, it's not us just starting it, by the way. I've heard a lot of people talk about this in the past. There's been rumblings, but no one's doing anything about it. And you know what it is? No one wants to put their hand up and change it, and then there's an accident... And they go, oh, it's your fault because you changed it. That's mm. all it is. Mm. And and whoever's just reduced all the main thoroughfares around Geelong from 70 to 60, go and yourself. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, you patting yourself on the back going, what a great job I've done for Geelong. You've made the place worse. You know where you need to go where? to drive is the Northern Territory. Yeah, that'd be now, good. Now. I, lived, I was in the Northern Territory when they went from unlimited speed limits, yeah. right, which is great. All it is is a black circle with a cross through it on the freeway. Go your hardest. Yeah, yeah right. well, look, I don't agree with that they, either. They, they took that away. I'm not, I'm not trying to say, oh, it's a free-for-all no. or, or because I'm, you know, middle-aged that, you know, old, older people have to drive as well. And I get that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you are take. There's no like you drive at 60 k's. You're hardly moving, mate. No, on one not. of those two lane highways, you know, or not highways. They're not highways. What are they called? Like thoroughfares. Yeah. On two lane thoroughfare, you're hardly moving. You got plenty of time to break at 70. You got plenty of time to see everything. There was no need to change it. And we're just in that nanny state where people just pat themselves on the back and go, "How good am I?" That's right. Now yeah. I just finished a bit about the territory. I was there when they went from unlimited speed limits yeah. to 130. So on the freeway, it's 130. I'm and except for some bits near Alice Springs, which are still unlimited because yeah. in the middle of nowhere and no one can police them. And you should have seen it. It was like they'd reintroduced national service. The place went ballistic. <laughs> it was fantastic. So that's the sort of passion we need down here. That's what we need, mate. Yeah. Bring them all down from North... Actually, that doesn't work either, does it? Nah. Bring mate, everyone we'll, down we'll from the country. There's um, a, lot think, of, a lot of yobos up that way. Oh, mate, it's a great place. <laughs> you would have fit in beautifully, oh, mate, you? you would love it. You would have a great time. Mm. Um, let's have another song, and then I'm going to talk about why I watch the news. Okay. Well, hang on. You've got you to talk me. Oh, sorry. Oh, here's a bit of the script. And that's the script with If You Ever Come Back. I asked Luke during the song. I said, what's the song called? No, I just kept saying. He goes, who's this? Who's this? So I just got to announce it. I said, it's called The Script. He goes, oh, is that the band or the song? I said, the band. He goes, what's the song called? I said, they're saying If You Ever Come Back about 50 times in a row. I reckon it could be close. That's right. Yeah, no, it's sort of Rage Against the Machine-esque, isn't it? Now... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, did you see the guy, the guitarist got tackled the other day? Did he? During a gig, yeah. No way. Well, guy, well, actually, someone from the crowd jumped the fence, and I don't know what they were going to do, but a security guard went to dive to take him out and took the guitarist out. Oh, missed, missed the bloke. 
who jumped yeah, on the stage yeah. and took the guitar, like, pushed the guitarist oh. off the stage. Oh. And it was lucky he didn't damage himself really bad. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, you bring all that rage to a concert, things are going to happen. No, you don't want to go against a machine. Do you? No, indeed you don't. Now, um, we got a message here from Michael Rate, and he said, uh, in reference to what you were talking about, uh, lived in the US for 18 years, you can turn right on a red arrow, so left for us. So left for us. So come to a yeah, red light. So, yeah, you can go across traffic. No, 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 other way, so you can go left. Yeah, that's what I mean. Across the other side of the road. No. So you come up and say... We no, drive. no, I, I know what you're saying. No, I don't think you do. They're on the other side of the road, right? Yeah. They drive on the right yes. and they can turn left. No. No, they can turn right. We can turn left. So we drive on the left-hand side of the road, right? So what... And I've seen it here in Australia in some places too. You come up to a red light and if there's no one coming in that direction, you can just turn around that corner to the left. Oh, okay. So right, it's like those little green arrows that pop yeah, up that's for us. Yeah. But why are they there too? That's the same sort oh, of thing, know. isn't it? Yeah. So they annoy me. Yeah. So I oh, know. Yeah. In some parts of Australia, I think in Queensland you can do it. But well, my, my point is this, Mike. And thanks for writing in, Mike. Yeah, that's really he nice. He, you said mate. he misses it very much. I bet he does. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. That would be unreal. But if if you're going to have it, have it on every intersection. It's oh, like, yeah. it's, why have it on just a few? It's like, oh, on this intersection, we don't trust you to be able to read the road and see if anything's coming. Do you know what coming. we should have back? Oh, you know what? I go against them all now. I don't, I'm not scared to say it. I just drive through them all now. <laughs> if it's nothing coming, I drive through. You identify as a, yeah, someone yeah. that doesn't follow right <laughs> road rules. Um, I think what we should have back is cops doing traffic duty. Yeah. Remember that? Did you ever see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. But isn't that when the lights go out? Or? Yeah, but you know, they're looking for something to do because the cops don't have much on. I, I don't <laughs> think they've got time to stand there and do no, the red arrow thing, so but I could be wrong. Um, but anyway, look, I want to talk about watching the news. Now, I don't know what the house was like when you were a kid, but when I was a kid and it came to 7 o'clock for the ABC News, the place went into lockdown. It was like in a prison when someone's been found with a shiv. It, doors were shut. You couldn't breathe. You couldn't do anything because Dad would be yep. watching the news. Yep. Don't don't talk. Don't you dare Not even during the ads. No, that's right. Yeah. And uh, you don't breathe. Don't do anything. And, uh, you know, and now I sort of get older, you know, I'm sort of a little, not quite that bad, but a little bit myself, but I love to sit down and watch the news. But the same thing happens every night when I do it. I sit down, I watch it, and about halfway through, you just go, that's miserable. What am I doing? Why do I need to bring that into my brain or into my life? Mm. Like, really, a lot of that stuff wouldn't affect me at all. No, I stopped watching it during COVID. Well, not that I ever watched it, but during COVID. But it got repetitive got, during COVID. just got sick of negativity, and it got you down. Yeah. And it got to the point where I just thought, I do not want to hear one more fact or figure or no. thing about it, and it hasn't changed since. No, and it's probably a good way to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah I possible. understand what you're saying. And but but I, there is stories, I think, that are newsworthy, Tim. Go on. Um, actually, I, I, I knew you were going to talk about this, so I, so I prepped this. This is actually something. Oh, sorry, were you finished on your point? Uh, I, well, I want to hear what you have to say. So, Okay. Well, this is a story that was actually on, I think it was on, was it on 9 MSN? It was, I might have seen it on Facebook. It was, I was on a reputable news site. Well, I'm going to yeah. read you the first paragraph. Now, this now, is something that should go, be on the news. Before you go, is it about head size? No. Right, good, right, keep no. going, yeah. No, I will not make any head jokes tonight. You're starting to, you're starting to pee me off a little bit with that. What? You're starting to preempt all my head jokes. Yeah. And you're sort of like laughing and sniggering and, and even like saying that before I get a chance to say it. And it's really annoying me. And we're getting ahead of you. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Good. Well, you might get ahead of this. All right, here we go. This is, a, I'm not making this up, okay? I just want listeners to realise this. This was actually on a news site. Astronauts have been warned against masturbating in space 
over fears female astronauts could get impregnated by stray fluids. That can't be for real. This is the, the news. Don't argue with the news, right? But there are strict guidelines over alone time on board in zero gravity. Scientists have warned even the slightest rogue droplet could cause chaos on board. Late night TV host Conan O'Brien waded into the uncomfortable topic. Waded. While interviewing... A, yeah, good word, that one. <laughs> while interviewing a NASA engineer asking him if he'd ever sent porn to the International Space Station. That's a poor, poor old NASA engineer, right? Probably sent little remote control cars to Mars. So yeah. Probes off in the deep space. <laughs> And this is what he's made yeah, the news this over. Is what, this is what he's made to talk about on Conan. But I, I read that and I thought, first of all, there goes my chance of being an astronaut. Yeah, no, you can last yeah, it's minutes. not going to happen. Um, secondly, it sounded like it's just something that a lady told her husband when she got back. Like, and said, ah, oh, one of the guys must have, you know, had a bit of alone time. Yeah. And that's how I got pregnant, well, darling. Like, I was sitting on a toilet seat, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, once. I mean... Yeah. I mean, or up, you'd say your husband had been away at a carpentry conference for three months and you come back and you're pregnant, you say, oh, no, it's the son of God. <laughs> oh, sorry. Surely, I mean, I don't want to get vulgar here. I'm going to be very careful. Yeah, we do, because okay. we're actually live on air. We're right live now. on air, so we can't cut this out, right? Yeah. But surely they could be quick on the catch. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what you've got? Look, hang on, hang on, hang on. You've got lots to do. You're in space. There's things to yeah, do, yeah. gauges to check things. You haven't got time for that sort of carry-on. Yeah, I suppose. No, that's right. No. But, but, but I, I think they go up for a long time, though, Tim. Yeah, it's still I, lost I today. don't know how long it is, but it's, but it's not like they're coming and going. What about the... Sorry, ina- bad choice of words. <laughs> what about the inanimate carbon rod? <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever floats your boat, yeah, you know. But uh, it, it was an interesting article, and I thought, well, if, that, if the news was like that, I'd probably listen. Yeah, well, and that's this. Well, this is what's changing too about the news is that news is coming from a lot of different sources these days, not all of which are accurate or reputable or the truth. That's true. Yeah, and and unfortunately, a lot of people these days are unable to differentiate between what is actually real yeah. and what is complete. Yes. Yeah. So what what is garbage and what yeah. is, and what you see yeah. on or Conan what's, O'Brien? Or what's, dis, or what's disinformation coming from you know extremist interest groups and what's actually verified and real and happening? And we saw that all through COVID. Having said that, though, yes. Uh, next time the space station goes overhead and it starts raining, will you be a little bit nervous? Play a song. All right. I should have given you time and talked about something. Oh, there we go. ACDC with, uh, which one was that? <laughs> nah, just jokes. <laughs> Dirty D's done that cheap uh, uh, with some of my relatives in it, so um, it's good, yeah. Yeah, speaking of deeds done dirt cheap. Indeed. Yeah, we just posted your video of the pole dancing. I'll tell you what, it's going off too. It's getting a few likes and a few comments, isn't it? Like, it, so I was saying to you while we were off air just during the break there, all you have to do to get any sort of exposure or something is just to humiliate yourself. Just humiliate yourself. And you've done a great job of it, Tim. I love what you've done there. Uh, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll talk about it during the segment because I don't want right, to okay. don't, don't spend all that currency now. So, uh, yeah, fair enough. Look, um, you know, like, what's coming up in Geelong that I could go to? Because I, like, I like to go out and I like to have good food. You like uh, to have good food. Good okay. entertainment. And, mate, oh, and a bit of music as well. Food, entertainment, music. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Good, and then, look, I'm, probably, I'd, look, I like well, to plan well, a couple but, of weeks in but, advance. But sometimes people are busy on a Saturday night, mm. so you probably want something on a Friday night. Well, good to wind down after work, right? Yeah, it'd be good to do that. I I know what what we, think, is there any comedy on, for example? 
comedy. Yeah, is there a gig in Geelong West? Is there? Yeah, it's called. I think it's called uh, Punchlines on Paco. That's a catchy name. That'll help me remember yeah. it with a bit of alliteration. Well, there. For just in case you forgot, just Punchlines on Paco. That's it. And and yeah. well, like, who's headlining? Because I love a big name. Well, I was going to make a head joke there about <laughs> yourself, but uh, I think Claire Hooper, Claire lovely Hooper. Claire Hooper, Fantastic. the very, very funny Claire Hooper, uh, along with myself, you, yep. uh, who else is on that night? Sarah Marie, is she on? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I have to look at the poster. Yeah. I can't remember. It was a while ago when I booked that. So, yeah. But look, um, what a night it will be. Oh, it'll be fantastic. And it's, I mean, tickets are probably, what, 80, 90 bucks, are they? Well, they should be. They should yeah. be. But because well, they're cheaper than that. 50? I know, I know. Well, even less. They are. Less than that, Tim. <laughs> this is very good. Well, they're giving them away. What? We're 30? giving away 30 bucks. But, but, if you buy a table of 10, yeah. guys, I get 90 of mates together and yeah. come along. We'll give you a bag of Coke. <laughs> we'll give you this. <laughs> we definitely won't make any money. No, we won't do that. So, we will give you a table for 250 bucks. Okay. Well, that that's, is that's unbelievable. And I suppose you wouldn't be able to eat. There or okay. oh, mate, some of the best food in Geelong. Yeah, with Alfie. With Alfie, Alfie who will be in later tonight to talk it, it up. That's and, it. Uh, and also some very cheap beer, That's wine, it. and um, cider. Cider, yep. And, and, and serve with a smile. Serve with a smile by myself. That's right, yeah. So, look, yeah. what's not to love? And someone else, hopefully. Is your, is your partner, Jodie, going to help me we'll out again? We'll discuss that off air. Yeah? <laughs> no, she's she not. Can't, so we have to oh, find oh, someone. Jesus. That boy, the people only ever work in the bar with me once. <laughs> no, she said she enjoyed it. Oh, no, there you go. Yeah. Um, I think we should have mailbag. Yeah, okay. Can I play the jingle? Yeah, go on. Play the jingle. All right, I'll play the jingle. Play the jingle then. Feel like abusing someone? Now's your chance. It's Fat and Ginger's Mailbag. Yes, it is mailbag, which is just basically a Ziploc tie bag with full of acid and vitriol and anger and hate. Yeah, so, that we carry around with us. That's it. So it's sort of... Um, Mellowed out a bit though this week, so there's there's a couple of people who knew about the pole dancing thing that happened last week, and oh, they've they've written in. They've I think I've mellowed out a little bit. I got that anger off my chest earlier. Well, it's important not to keep it inside. Yeah, just let it out, let Geelong hear it, and they can it. absorb it for me. That's right. Let it go, as the movie says. Yeah, okay. Let it go. Um, what movie was that? Oh, jeez, um, yeah, watch that a few times now. Uh, the first one is from. Uh, well, where should we go? Robin from Sydney first, and Robin from Sydney says. Uh, uh, so, sorry about the coffee. <laughs> um, you said sorry about the coffee. How did you know you were going to cough at that particular nah, moment? Yeah, very good. So, she said, uh, we listen to the podcast. Um, I'll be thinking of you at 4.45pm. And I said, no, no, it's 5.45pm. Uh, please, God, let Luke video it. Photos won't be enough. And I corrected her and said, no, no, it's 5.45. And then she said, huh, okay, we're drinking a taste at 5.45. And then she goes on to say, I have to say, and this is a direct quote, by the way, yes. I have to say, Luke's forced nights out have been pretty vanilla. Time to set him up. Oh, Robin. And then, and then she says... And then she is says, that Chris's? Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll be having words with her when I say that. <laughs> she oh. says, this okay, is... How many Kid, she's punching out. <laughs> this is great. Send him to a regular bar and tell him it's an impromptu stand-up night, but it's actually it's a hen's party and he's the stripper. <laughs> it was a very Jesus. specific set of How sex. disappointed would you be if I walked in and they said, oh, the stripper's here, and they turned around and saw me standing there on a soapbox? There's nothing as weird as human taste, I can tell yeah, you that. Like, there might be one I could cut from the herd. Um, and then it says, it says, who's having a hen's night that you know of? Jody surely can help stage this with her mates. So she's roping at people left, right and centre here. Well, Jody just messaged me, actually. Yeah. And she wrote, I promise I'd help in the bar if I could. That video, 
Ooh la la. <laughs> so people are just going crazy over this video of you uh, on a pole, Tim. I have to go to work tomorrow morning. That's, that's oh, no, no one will mention it there. Yeah, no, 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 that's right. Um, so the second one is from Kylie, um, the lovely Kylie from Kylie J Pole Dancing Studio, where I went oh, on yes, last yes. Thursday night. And she says, hi, Tim. Because I wrote an email saying thanks for having us because I was pretty open about why I was there and everything. Because <laughs> I didn't want to look like some sort of weirdo. You had to tell them why. <laughs> oh, I had to. otherwise, we mentioned what they would have thought if you just walked in and started doing that. Oh. With no like explanation no, whatsoever, but there was, there was a, and I'll talk about it later. But there was a real air of acceptance, like no one really. But anyway, what she says. Well, hang on, before you do, we yeah. haven't actually poured in a rule. You can't do that. What do you mean? Tell people what we're doing. No, no, you absolutely you can tell people. All right, well then you should have done that at the drag rave, mate. Yeah, but no one was. No, no, no. It's just one good day. I'm Tim. I was dared to come down here. Yeah, no, that's what they would have let you alone. No, 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 that was the point. They did leave me alone. <laughs> they all stared at me like I was a perp. Mm. Um, hi, Tim. Uh, ha, so wrapped that you had a great time at the studio, and you guys sound like so much fun. Yes, we are with your radio show slash podcast and sending each other out on your adventures. Brilliant. Um, I'll see both Demi, that was the instructor, and Ina, who was the other instructor at the studio this week, and we'll pass on your email to them individually. I just said how great they were. Um, well, they're wonderful. I'm so glad you felt welcome and comfortable. I'll also post your links on the KJ Poll Fam uh, student group so everyone can tune in here. So if you're listening tonight and you're a yeah. uh, student at KJ Poll, welcome. Lovely to have you on board. Very lovely. Or if you listen to the podcast, even better. That's great. Um, and thank you for your lovely feedback. Come back any time. Maybe it's Luke's turn. Ha, ha, ha. Well, I would, but apparently the poll's fallen down. Yeah, it's, it's now like a, it's yeah. now like a bow shape. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be the North Pole. Um, and I did have a third one, but you read that earlier. So. Yeah, sorry about but, that. But mm. we did just receive a message just then as we were talking. Uh, so oh, this is a, a live mailbag now. Uh, so Peter from Armstrong Creek yeah. has just written in parts of the Surf Coast Highway now 70 and another part 60. WTF, and there's no roadworks in that area. So is, This is what I'm talking yeah, about. Exactly yeah. what you're talking about. And they've just reduced everything by 10K for no reason. So you can't call it a highway anymore. Don't even now. get me started on the roadworks, mate. Oh, Jesus. They leave them out when no one's there. No, that's right. Pack them up when you leave. Well, you should. I drive past where the new Spirit of Tasmania terminal is mm. in the dark. Well, it's like they've just thrown out a bunch of bollards and going, you sort it out. You yeah. figure it out. Yeah. You're sort of driving through. Are you on the right yeah. side or the wrong side of the road? What's it's going crazy, on? mate. It's um, just, they're a law unto themselves, these traffic people. Indeed, <laughs> they are. And with an election coming up, a state election coming up in November, surely we've got some traction. Yeah, now's the time to, to yeah, pull really, together. Yeah. And that's start it like a, like a Robin Hood, Sherwood Forest type situation. Smacks of effort, though, yeah. don't it? No, well, no, I'm just going to start it myself by okay. just driving through all the red arrows. <laughs> I already started months ago. <laughs> <laughs> It's nice for people to write in. They obviously feel as passionate about it as I do. They do, and that's great. So, look, um, yeah, that's Mailbag for this week. So, uh, I don't know, are we having a song or something? I think we should have uh, some... Um, some so we haven't played any ads. No, some sponsorships, thank you. Sorry, some sponsorships, and then, we'll, then we might play a song and come All back. All right, here we go. The City of Greater Geelong. Yeah, the seamless. Probably. Billie Eilish, mate. I'm, I'm going to see her very soon. Billy Idol. Billy Eilish. Well, what's that? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no, I have God. heard of Billie Eilish. Right? You have heard of her. Oh, I have, yeah. She is probably the greatest thing that's happened to music in a long time. Really? I'll go that far. She right. is amazing. And uh, me and my daughter, Zara, are going to see her in September, I think, just okay. after the grand final. So I really cannot wait for that. That's going to be an incredible concert. Yep. Um, Tim, the video is going crazy. It is. There's plenty of comments. We've posted the video of Tim pole dancing uh, on Facebook, and it is going absolutely nuts. Bonkers. Some, some of the comments we've read, Nathan... 
Uh, where are we? Nathan Edwards has written, I think that poll is going to need emotional support after that. Uh, Yolanda Chumley, now I know Yolanda. She uh, was on my China trip a few years back. back yeah, I remember back that. When you we, went to China. Back yeah. when we ate that bat, back at the end of 2019. Yep. Uh, she wrote, if that was the first attempt, then well done. Poll is not easy. Thank you. And she has been doing it. She posts um, videos of, yeah. of the pole dancing on the trip, which I was really disappointed about. It was a lot, a lot of time on that bus we spent driving around China. Not once did she pull out a pole dance. Uh, someone well, you else. You a pole, don't you? Well, I suppose, yeah. yeah. Wish you had a partner there. Uh, uh, Alex Dunscombe. Yeah. Uh, I can't unsee this now. Neither can I. So you should try being in the video. That's even worse. Yeah, and I did get a, I did get a video message um, from a bloke named Scott. I'm not going to mention his last no, name. It was, uh, yeah, but it was something very similar to yours, and I could not stop laughing. We had a little silly moment during the break, didn't we? Oh dear, just watching that Talk, video. Talking of things you can't unsee. Well, we're, we're going to talk about it now, and I'm really excited about this. Yeah, you got the jingle there for us. Time to get the boys out of their comfort zone and broaden their horizons with a fast night out. I was just thinking too after hearing that. Gee, we haven't heard from Olga for a while. No, no. Is, is the war still on in Ukraine? I know if it is. Yeah. This is another thing I probably don't know enough yeah, about. Yeah, no, they're still going at it. So Olga. Yeah, no, no, she's, well, we haven't asked her for any work recently, so she's just, you know, keeping her head down and getting on with life. But she's sitting in a bunker somewhere waiting yeah. for us to contact her. Yeah, don't worry, no. She's, she's Ukrainian. She's out with her know. rifle hunting Russian people. Making goulash or something. Yeah, or yeah. yeah. They won't muck around now. So, forced night out. So, you went to the... Um, we talked about the poetry night. Last week. Like I said uh, on the last episode, I thought you did fantastically. Well done. Mm. And uh, I was sent to College A Pole Dancing Studio on Rory Street here in Geelong. Get along if you fancy a bit of pole dancing. Yeah, well, uh, you you raved about it. Well, like, you come back. No, seriously. Yeah. You raved so, about it. You said the, group, the people down there were great. It was a lot of fun. They were so good to you. I was, well, I was going in, right? And I knew that I wasn't going to be the demographic that was in there. Again, a bit like the rave. And yeah. I was I was absolutely bricking it, right? Yeah. And, and I, I got up there and I went up to the counter and Ina was behind the counter um, and I just said, look, I'm here on a day. I'm here for the 5.45 class. Yeah. And she goes, that's great. Yep, come through. You're in. And then once we were in there and there was... She goes, we hear that all the time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and once we were in there, there was three other people in my class and, and I just, there was, say, there was, uh, there was Ina, Demi, who was the main instructor, and then the three students. I'm ashamed to say I can't remember their names. Yeah. And um, and anyway, I just said, look, oh, I've got a pod, uh, radio show. When, when you walked in, was it like the West Coast Saloon bars in the old Westerns? Like the whole place just stopped, the piano stopped. No, it, wasn't just that, it wasn't that bad. No. Um, it was a little bit of that. And uh, I just said, look, I'm here from a, we do a radio show on a community radio called Fat and Ginger. We have a segment called Force Night Out. I sent Luke to a poetry night I'm here to do pole dancing yeah. and they all loved it they, they, it's great that's so great yeah, they, they took a lot of video of it because I couldn't make it in the end I really <laughs> wanted to come and watch um, it's probably a good thing I didn't come watch in the end no you would have just been sniggering in the corner oh that so. probably would have had a bit of get a mop and bucket by the yeah, time well, I finished watching you my friend the, but the, the, the problem is too is that as a not a uh, retired, but you and I have both played sport in our past, right? Mm-hmm. Not at a particularly high level, but no, we played. Yeah. But you get competitive, right? Yeah. And so you go into something physical, 
Well, which pole dancing is physical. We've got a new, rest- new respect for pole dancing. It's a very difficult. Right, so just get on that new respect. Well, like next time, because you you frequent the strippers a lot. I do. Will, will you will you be like sitting there looking at them in a whole different way? I'll be striking up conversations about their technique. Really? Yeah. yeah going, can you teach me that move? Yeah. yeah this uh, sounds like a, a crap excuse to Jody, mate. Just like I've got to sit and go down and just study some techniques. I've got a, I've got a, a great story that's actually not that offensive about going to the strippers with someone once. It's fantastic. Can you tell it? Yeah, well, I th- look, I'll tell it now quickly. So, and then we'll go back to full yeah, that. So, um, when I lived in Brisbane, uh, a guy that I grew, grew up with came up and lived in Brisbane. I don't know why he'd been going through some stuff, but he was working in Brisbane. Didn't know anyone. And it was his birthday. So I said, listen, mate, come on. We'll go out. It was a Tuesday night. I said, we'll go out in Brisbane. I'll buy you dinner, whatever. Yeah. And uh, anyway, dinner's finished. It's probably about, I don't know, 8.30, maybe 9 o'clock. Yeah. I say, what do you want to do? You want to get a drink? He goes, I've never been to the strippers. And I've gone, Yeah, right. me neither. What, what do they do there? <laughs> well, Leave it. Hang on. So I'm going, I've gone right. You've never been in the strippers. So we went to the strippers, right? And uh, I'm again, ashamed to say that I might have been a couple of times before and was a bit of an, an old hand. You walked in, they go, hey, Tim. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right this way, sir. The usual yeah. booth. And anyway, and I got there and this guy went from being a mild-mannered person I knew to being an absolute monster. Yeah, right. and, and not monster, that sounds terrible, but he loved it. And anyway, so I said, oh, what do you want to drink? You know, you're getting a shout with your friends, you know, you buy a drink, they buy a drink. And I had a 4X gold stubby or something. He goes, oh, I'll have a cognac. <laughs> what? Wow. So a cognac at like 30 bucks a go. We were there until four in the morning. So he saw one particular girl perform early in the night and was just adamant that he had to see her again before he left. We were there till four Four in the morning. I had to work. How many times did he see her? Twice. So she, oh, came, okay. she came on up at four in the morning and then we... Uh, oh, like, like she, you couldn't get a personal... No, no, no. no he was, okay. he was waiting wait for him to come back yeah. on stage, drink a $30 cognac. And, and it was one of those places where they had actual um, stripper money, if you like. So it was like Monopoly yeah. money. So you exchange your real money for Monopoly money. And you know, yeah, Any chance I actually do use Monopoly money? I've got a bunch <laughs> of it at home just doing nothing. So I had I had a wallet full of this money that went... And I went to work the next day and I was down in... Um, oh, just like in the middle of Brisbane where I was working and I went to buy a lunch and I opened up... A wallet. It's full of stripper money. Like, and we're talking like a crowded food court. People all standing around, open up, it's just full of stripper money. And everyone yeah. just looks at you going, You're a bad individual. Well, I, I just, you couldn't have got a bagel for that. Oh, no, no, that's right. Definitely mm-hmm. not. But anyway, that's a story about that. It's, and anyway, so I went in there and they were really, really good. And, and But yeah, so you've, you've been someone who's been competitive in your past. You want to do things well. You don't want to yeah. be the complete Muppet. It's not like when you play golf, right? You haven't played in ages. You still want to be good at it. And it was the same with this. You want to be good at it, and well, you were a little bit reserved going in. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Because I gave you a ring, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, can I play some for you? Yeah, go on. You haven't heard this. Hello, Tim. How are you? Well, this one's easy, this Yeah, I'm just ringing your mate to see how you're going. Oh, uh, you're recording this, aren't you, dickhead? No, I wouldn't be recording this, mate. I'm just actually ringing to see how you're going. Yeah, tip f***ing top, how's your day? <laughs> it's been good, I'm sorry I can't be there. I got called away last minute, but I just want to make sure that you're in a good mood, that you're happy and that you're open to the next chapter in your life. <laughs> Chapter. Next chapter. Look, you know what? It's, the thing I don't like about this is it's going to be the same feeling again as when I went to the rave. It's just they're all just going to look at me going, That's right. What are you doing here? The difference is you're going to be dressed for it this time <laughs> as opposed to last time. In fact, you could have worn the same gear to the drag rave and you wouldn't have been out of place. No, that's true, isn't it? Yeah. Are you excited about getting on the pole, Tim? No, I'm not excited about getting on the pole. Are you going to do it anyway? Uh, I'm going to do it. I'll do it because that's part of the 
certain segment that I made up. But look, so I don't have a go. Look, I'll have a crash. No worries, I'll have a go. But what's in the arsehole is your best? <laughs> now, if you can do that thing where you clamp on with your thighs and spin around, I'll, I'll be so happy. If you can send me a video of that, that'd be great. Do they cover that in the beginner's class? Or I don't know. Oh, I doubt it. I don't imagine that's pretty advanced, is it? Let's yeah. not forget, too, that I weigh 106 kilos. That's a lot of weight to keep on a pole with your thighs. Have you, have you rated the pole? <laughs> Well, that's the thing too. Like, oh yeah, and I might go. Sorry, you can't do it. Our poles aren't designed to take that sort of force. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing the photo, my friend. Uh, now, whatever it is you're doing tonight, I hope it's shit. So, <laughs> nah, fuck you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Enjoy. Have fun. Get stuff. So it's good to see that you were. Um, <laughs> I was pretty level-headed and mature about yeah. that. Phone call. I must have missed that last week when I didn't beep it out. <laughs> I was getting stuffed. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, that's all right. That's no, why no, I didn't do right. it. Um, but yeah, so uh, do you know what, though? Do you know what I found out? There's two different types of poles. So there's a static pole which doesn't spin, but then there's one that spins, and that's how they do when they... Hang on. Yeah, so Are we... you telling me that the pole spins? Yeah, some of them Isn't do. Isn't that cheating? So oh, you tell them that. I'll tell you, I reckon nah, that's all right. I'll just leave it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when they do the bit where they grab it with their thighs, like you say, and they spin around... They're not spinning. Or they're just the, holding the, on. The whole pole spinning, yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah. Are you going to tell me next that they don't actually like kill people by doing you know in the movies where they jump and put their oh, eyes around it. their head and then they spin around yeah and then breaks a neck yeah no they're still alive they don't do yeah. that yeah no they're still alive they're what we call stuntmen in the business <laughs> but um but look at the end of the day everyone was lovely and the, there were people there and so everything has to be done on tiptoes right because it looks better apparently because yeah. I, I did my first thing and i've landed on my big flat feet and just boof, she goes i just tried on tiptoes everything looks better on tiptoes, tiptoes. Yeah, right. I imagine you just tiptoeing around. And then one of the... With uh, your spirit fingers going. That's right. And one of the ladies there at the end of the class brought out these platforms that she does her pole dancing in. Eight-inch platforms. Yeah. Eight in- I, I, I couldn't walk in those little Indo dancing in them. Yeah. It's incredible. Anyway, so that was my experience pole dancing. Now, we don't have Force Night. Force well, we're, we're going to report back on that tonight. Yeah. And then we'll next week we'll both have a new adventure for both of us, okay? Yeah. Now, oh, sorry, that's what else we have to mention too before we go on to our next thing, which is, I don't know, a song probably. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for the heads up. Yeah. <laughs> um, is the show before us, Essential Rhythm with Pete and Mike, have actually said what they're going to do is they want us to go to this concert in November. Yeah, okay. Five. And I've not heard of five. If anyone can write in and tell us about five. Oh, I'll have to Google who they are, mate. Because, yeah. you know, there's got to be a reason why. They're, they're, apparently they're a bit of a boy band. Because they said they'll pay for the tickets. Which is not going to be a cheap affair. Well, no tickets are cheap these days. No. Unless it's like Punchlines on Paco in August 12th. Which is great value. Great value. $30 yeah, yeah. ticket. Yeah. Ripping value. Yeah. And anyway, so I don't know, because, but what, in my mind, what that means is if we do their force night out. Do we get to give them one? Surely. Well, well, all right. So if people we, are chipping in from the sidelines, they have to start participating. Well, I, I agree. But what about if we open it up to the audience? Go on. Well, the listeners can write in with suggestions and. Is that something we no, can No, 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 no. I think it's a good idea. We, no. we need to have more interaction with our listeners. We were talking about that the other day. <laughs> no, we do. People can ring in, you know. Yeah. People can ring in. We'll put you online. Yeah. What's the number here, Tim? I if I can figure, figure <laughs> out. You can figure out the, the phone line. What's oh, the number? I hate reading this. Come on. 5222-5947. No, 5904. See? Just, it's just a phone number, mate. No, it's not that hard. Read it. Read it as it appears on there. Okay. 
Without... Five triple two five ninety four seven. Yeah, so five nine four seven. Yeah, that's it. So look, ring ring in or message us with your suggestions. Yeah, ring in. So just keep in mind they are just suggestions. Right, we'll decide whether we go and do it or not. Yeah, well, that's right. We're but at least bound. it gives us options, and then if maybe we can give a prize to anyone who we actually choose theirs. I think that's a great. Do you reckon idea. that's a good idea? Great. What about some free tickets to that gig, Tim? Which gig's that? The one on the twelfth of August, Punchlines on Paco, which oh. along West Town Hall. Oh, that's a fantastic. Idea. What about a double pass yeah. to anyone who can ring in or message in? Because some people might not feel comfortable ringing. Yeah. Ring in or message in, and if your force night out gets used, hey, the phone line's going. Is it? Oh, hang the on. The phone line's going. See if you can put that online. All right, hang on. Hang on, we're going to figure this out here. No, I just hung up on them. Oh, I'm sorry. Genuinely... Whoever it is, call back. Can you call back? Sorry. We should practice this it's in the off-season. We shouldn't. So, well, considering that one of us got here six minutes before the show started tonight. Well, it doesn't really matter which one that was. No. That's actually early for me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, please roll, ring back if you sorry, can. Sorry, sorry that we hung up on you, and uh, we'll try not oh. to do it again. Uh, in the meantime, um, should we play a song? Yeah, I think and so. And we never know. We might be able to come back with somebody on the line. That's right. That's the streets with dry your eyes, which is a probably an appropriate song, Tim, for people that have just seen your video of your pole dancing. Yeah, no, their, their eyes are watering as we speak. There's been a few funny comments actually come up. If, if you'll let me just read a few yeah, out, please. <laughs> the first one from Jai Smith. The scary thing is Luke would have got a chub watching this, which is <laughs> which is quite true actually. I, I cannot stop watching. Um, and there was a few others there. Where have they gone? Uh, this is good. Yeah, it's good radio, isn't it? Seamless. Uh, uh, Darren Pittman. So this is what I've been missing by not going to these clubs. No wonder they serve alcohol. Uh, Abby Newman, our friend Abby, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, who's a, a very funny comedian. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Uh, she's been a guest too, hasn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the track pants and the shadow on the wall that really makes this special and the reinvention of the slut drop. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Which I assume you shall now rename the man plonk. I've got to say that my knees are not what they used to be. Even before that or after? No, before it. And I could feel them them filling with fluid as I did that. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, But we've got a caller on the line. Oh, yeah, we do. Yep, yeah, so, uh, well, I can't believe we haven't mentioned that yet. All right. I'm a little bit nervous about this, Tim. Yeah, we'll see what it is. Because when I said call in, I didn't know it was going to be this guy. Yeah, I know, yeah. Okay, uh, well, you know what it is. Yeah, okay. Uh, are you there, Wayne? Yeah, yeah, Wayne from the Mount Mercer. Uh, how are you, Wayne? You well out there, mate? Oh, a bit cold, boys. A bit cold. A bit nope. cold out in the Mercer. You've been chopping firewood today? Mate. Not, as, not as warm as it was in the Acacia unit, mate. Yeah, nah, nah, it's a bit cold. Hey, I, I, I was just thinking up and say I got a bit of an issue. I got a bit of an issue with Telstra boys. Yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah well, I used to be a Vodafone, and they were useless. Useless Vodafone. So I swapped to Telstra, and remember, remember the high light of the whole year of your radio show. I rang in a few weeks ago. Yeah, Telstra. that was. Yeah, because I was going to say you wouldn't matter Telstra or Vodafone. You can't smuggle a phone in where you were, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I got that phone out. I retrieved that. It was deep. I had to hit deep, but, uh, but, yeah, something went really wrong. I was, you know, I was just given a good spiel last week, you know, a couple of weeks ago, talking about those mighty tides that haven't been too mighty lately, and next minute, I think uh, someone's fat finger hung up on me. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, he's very, very sensitive about the tigers at the moment,
Uh, I was actually going to have him for that crap this week, and he got really upset, and I had to actually withdraw that. No, and, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Now, 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 I understand footy, footy, footy. It's a game of two halves and four quarters, I've been told. I saw a video about that once. But if, 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 boys, if you, uh, if you take a mark in the dying seconds in the forward 50, what nothing would play on? Like, it's a <laughs> dream to go back and kick the winning goal. Yeah, he's only new, mate. I think they recruited him from Mount Mercer, actually. That guy's a nothing. <laughs> I just don't understand it. Like, you know, I'm glad I don't break those big cats. I'm all about the little cats. Hey, how are those yeah, little cats? Yeah, I'll tell you what, the little cats were good, mate. Oh, I, right. I, I went over to Adelaide, Wayne, on the weekend and watched uh, Geelong play Port, and I'll tell you what, did it you was. Really? Yeah, I did, yeah. You went to Adelaide? Yeah. Oh. You should have come, Wayne. Oh, I, I wanted to. I'm not allowed to go past Horsham. <laughs> the parole officer says no. The parole officer says no. But if I'm the good boy, if Wayne be a good boy, Maybe next year I get to go into state. Oh. Uh, okay, well, you make sure you stay on the straight and narrow, That's Wayne. Right. Eh? Well, let's keep the yeah. glad wrap and the cat separate, hey, Wayne? <laughs> We've got to go, mate. So, look, thanks for dropping by. Good on you, Wayne. We appreciate hey, that. You guys, you guys are amazing. Like, you know, you really, you know, you're some of the best things I've ever listened to since I've been in the Acacia unit. All right, well, <laughs> <laughs> we've got to go. Thanks, Wayne. Eh? See you, mate. Oh, thanks, boys. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm glad he stays in Mount Mercer. Hey, our guest has just arrived. So what about if I play a song? Yeah. I'll go and let him in. Yeah. And then we can uh, have a bit of a chat. Oh, wonderful. Can't wait. Okay, hang on a sec. All right. Do it well. Station sponsor. Don't believe the hype. That's actually crap. Just had to play that little jingle there while Tim uh, quietly sure died enough, over there. What's going on with that cough, mate? I'm really worried about no, you. No, no, no. I just <laughs> drink your water. <laughs> <laughs> and I went down the wrong way. So, tell you what, that's crap. So, yeah, well, you can just talk about that. Drinking water's crap. Yeah, it nearly killed you, mate. It's really difficult. Yeah, this is why I only drink alcohol. You start. Okay, I'll start. Yeah, because as soon as you can't talk at all. No, that's right. All right, so that's crap this week. Uh, like I said before, I wanted to talk about rugby league, but you, uh, sorry, uh, um, Richmond. Yeah. But you wouldn't let me. That's um, So that's you, you, you started crying like a little girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And had a tantrum. Yeah, yeah. And, and threw your rattle out the car. Yep. And so instead I changed it, and I want to talk about rugby league. Now, the reason being I've been up in Sydney a little bit lately, uh, working, or not working, but uh, helping out with a, a rugby show. And the rugby league show. Rugby league show. Sorry, I know there's union and league, right? But what has surprised me is... And I, I don't know why I'm so surprised about this. Maybe because we live in such a, a territory that's so AFL-focused oh. that... That rugby is league. league is is probably bigger. If you think about population in Sydney and the money in Sydney, all the the big stations at Foxtel, yeah. they're all Sydney based, mate. They are, and it's bigger than footy. Yes. Uh, not just in Sydney, like, I mean, yeah. when you're talking money spend. No, that's right. It's yeah. big. They spend more money on that than they do on footy. Even yeah. though footy takes over five states and rugby takes over two. That's right. The money is crazy. And, and it, it just blows me away that a sport that I consider to be inferior to AFL. Now, I know people might sit there and they'll go, oh, well, we, we've watched it for years and aerial ping pong, all that sort of stuff. Come on, mate. So I think the rugby league grand final outrates the AFL well, that's grand what I'm final. talking about. 
about yeah. now AFL grand final to me stops the country yeah, I, I yeah. barely have an inch I have a passing if Melbourne's sovereign I'll watch it if not I couldn't give a rats and I understand that a lot of people in Sydney are the same about the yeah, AFL that's grand right, final it's, it's, yeah, I, I that's get right. that but it just I always just thought they were the second or third biggest sport I, I, I would have said third after cricket even well, yeah well, well winter sport You've got it's a to me. I think AFL because I'm a bit of an outsider looking in. In that I'm a rugby union fan, which is why I always make sure they say rugby league instead of rugby union because yeah. we're very different. And I just <laughs> when you're down here, there's nothing else but AFL. Yeah, yeah they, they talk nothing. about rugby yeah. on page 16 of the sports. Yeah, that's right. Whereas you go up to Sydney or Brisbane, and it's all rugby league. That's all it is. Yeah, and rugby union still comes a very poor second to both those sports. Yeah, I, I, look, AFL would be bigger than Rugby Union oh, in it, all states it, and territories. Everything is at the moment. But what I'm trying to say is that it, it blew me away that AFL might not be the most money-spinning sport in the country. You're like Frodo Baggins who goes outside the Shire and just yeah. there's a whole big world out there. Yeah, where... what's this? Who's this Sauron bloke? Yeah, that's right. Mm. So you know that every time Geelong win, there's 1.6 China, 1.6 billion Chinese people that don't care. I don't know. They do like a lot of cats over there. No, the, 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 and then the Indian people don't care. European people don't. In fact, the majority of the world... Don't care about Geelong winning. Don't care about Geelong I, winning. I struggle to believe that, Tim. I know, but it's, you're going to have to because it's true. I, I, no, I can't get my head around that. So, now, having said that... Mm. Uh, to, the reason I'm bringing it up is that's crap. Is I just think they're all wrong. Yeah, I, I know you do. But that's yeah. uh, the, the rugby league is not as good as AFL. There's it's scientific research that proves it. Is there? Yes, there is. Where from? Uh, I just did it. <laughs> I right. did it on my phone <laughs> while we were in the break. Because well, being a rugby union, I played rugby union. And I'm a big rugby union fan. I don't really like rugby league because it's a bit of a one-dimensional bastardisation of our game. Yeah, they've taken all the complicated bits of rugby union and just made it into rugby league. Right, and that's what they did years ago. Yeah, okay. And whereas rugby union's a beautiful thing and it's complex and you know nuanced and all that great stuff, AFL on the other hand is something I grew up with, so it's just always been part of my life as well. Yeah, okay. Growing up in Melbourne, I mean, you were unfortunate enough to grow up back in Richmond. That would have put anyone off. So I, could, I get why you followed rugby, Marlet, right? But Jim Jess, oh, it just it just blew me away to understand that AFL Grand Final, like you said, is not watched. By as many people um, yeah. as the NRL Grand Final, which means there's there's not as many people following it. Mm. It can't be. But it's funny because you could have exactly the same conversation with someone from Townsville about rugby league. Because in Townsville, rugby league is everything. In the same way that AFL is, it's AFL in Geelong, rugby league in Townsville. And you take someone from Townsville, bring them down here, and they'll go, I cannot believe yeah. that AFL is more popular than rugby league. That would happen. Yeah. It'd be like meeting the mirror image version of yourself. Oh, Imagine what he'd be like. He'd be like he'd be fat and ginger, but with a tan. Yeah, and sandals, and a lot of um, yeah. lumps underneath the skin. That's right. Yeah, ginger blokes don't fare well no, in the sun. No, we don't. But don't, so, look, I'll give you that scrap because I understand how difficult a cultural adjustment it is for it, you. It has been. Yes, yeah. it's been really hard so, to get my head around. Yeah. My but cricket, head. on the other hand, is the greatest game ever played. Well, yeah. Look, I'd have a second to footy. But uh, anyway, right. no. That's a whole, look, that's a whole other set. Yeah, it is. Okay, so I'll give you that scrap. My that scrap, I've uh, been in the news a bit recently, is music festivals. Why? Because I couldn't think, it, there was a footage, obviously, of Splendour in the Grass on the yeah, Byron Way. it rained out. It got rained out. I couldn't think of anything worse. That's I've more been to some amazing music festivals. I'm not sure I can How old were you, though? Oh, when I was younger. Yeah. But I still love, I know it's not a festival, but Day on the Greens now, I'd happily stay out and camp 
Really? At a music festival now. Really? Yeah, yeah absolutely. But the problem is now that there's no bands that are worth going to see. Oh, there was more younger. No, that's true. But I just, I've got this thing as I get older that where I have to sleep in my own bed. Yeah. I, I can't stand this whole camping. Yeah, okay, that's great. But camping in a field with 4,000 other people and then using a portaloo. Right, and then all that other stuff, which isn't really camping; it's just sleeping outside. Yeah, but you have to understand when you go to those things, you're not exactly sober. No, and that's the thing; you've got to be, yeah, either on drugs or drunk. Yes, and that's how you get through. Which suggests yeah. it's not a good thing to do. What do you mean? It's great. Well, if you need that to, you know, get through it, then obviously it's not worth. To, anyway, I look, needed to get through a night at home, mate. <laughs> yes. What are you talking about? I love the footage too of them waiting six hours to get a bus out of there. Yeah, was, no. oh, she's looking miserable. Look, it did look miserable, but I've been to a lot of great music festivals and uh, all over the world, and they yeah. are fantastic. Well, you can have them. <laughs> Alright, we'll agree to disagree That's on this it. one too Is this the first one we haven't given? No, there's been a there's couple been a couple There's been a couple Yeah, okay So, right. look, uh, agree to disagree And uh, I think we'll, we'll Quick song we'll, we'll, we'll move on Why don't we just play a couple of ad, uh, uh, sponsors Yep, just yeah. talking for a second And then uh, while we're doing that we'll, We've got our special guest coming up Yep And uh, we'll come back very, very shortly All with right. him Beautiful we're back, Tim. Thank you for playing those. No, that's all right. My pleasure. It keeps the lights on. Okay, what, what did they ask us to do? Um, listen to a show and 587... Uh, <laughs> be a mentor to someone. Be a mentor, yes. So just, just, just anyone, really. It, just yeah. be a mentor to each other. So you know? Be good to each other. That's, that's right. Good, you go and find message. someone in the street and, you know, I suggest maybe that they should be younger than you if yeah. you're going to mentor them. Well, they, not, not too much younger. No, yeah, that's true, they, yeah. they can get you in trouble as well. well can. So um, let's uh, not mark around too much more, no. Tim. We've got a very special guest. Now, during the break, I did ask you last name because I've only ever known you as Alfie, yep. but uh, yeah, we, we'll just call you that for tonight. So the owner or co-owner of Cafe Palais in Breakwater, please give it up for Alfie. Hi. That's right. It goes for a long time. So. So, you know, it's, been, uh, there you go. Well, it's no good if they can't hear it, Tim, because it's only for them, really. No, that's right. So, but uh, we've stopped the applause, so, so what, are you, what are you pointing at? Oh, he's got the microphone there. Oh, yeah, yeah. you need to push this up, mate. Yeah. Oh, Lovely. That's good. That's good radio. Yeah, we're, we're good hosts, aren't we? Yeah, they're professional. <laughs> so. We invite you in. We don't know your last name. We don't give you a microphone or headphones. So. No, that's right. That's yeah. all we need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Alfie, you, uh, you actually bought um, Cafe Palais. Is it Palais? I'll call it Palais. Or yeah, Palais. Yeah. Palette. Yeah. Uh, from friends of ours, actually. Yeah. So, Joe and Damo, who yeah. uh, went off to Queensland to do some different stuff. Yeah. And uh, you, know, you guys come in and took over and, and changed the place and just put this Vietnamese fusion into it. And... The food has been amazing, mate. We just get so many rave reviews all the time. Oh, thank you so much for that. Yeah, um, for us, this is a really good experience because, of, um, you know, when we decided to to take over the Cafe Palat, it's like, um, like two years ago. It's the first time we, we've been to uh, uh, Geelong as well. Mm. I, I was about to move from... Uh, Minjua to Melbourne, but um, it was on a trip. We we went out for the trip and we found out oh this is a really beautiful place. We went out for the Eastern Beach and then uh, went out for the Barwon Head, Toki, and found that is a really lovely place. Mm. And mm. me and my wife we decided to move to Geelong 
just after that trip, well, straight away. Yeah, and then we're thinking about to start with the restaurant, which my, uh, which my my wife she has. Really good experience in hospitality. Mm. Very, very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah, she's really very good, and bossy as well. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so uh, we look for some cafe in Geelong, mm. and then uh, my wife, when she first visit Cafe Pilot, she felt something like a really good amb- ambience, like me, that mm. vibe. Uh, w- Wish she liked the most, and we decided to to get along. Yeah, yeah. To get along. Yeah. Well, we're glad you did yeah. because yeah. you jumped on board, and we were doing a few comedy shows out there every now and then, weren't we, Tim? And a couple, yeah. And yeah. We spoke to you and said, "Oh, do you want us to keep doing that?" Yeah. You said, "Yeah, absolutely." Come along, and we had a ball, and yeah. And that's turned into you guys coming and catering uh, down at Geelong West Town Hall, yeah, uh, which is a fantastic night, as you know. Yeah. Uh, but the, well, the the amount of comments we get about the food, the food yeah. you yeah. know how much I love it. I come in. And, uh, and, yeah. and have you guys too busy? <laughs> yeah, we're busy on the nights, yeah. but um, yeah, you look after us anyway, mate. You always bring a plate in of something oh, for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. so but uh, the amount of comments we get from people on that night and yeah. saying this food is amazing, where's this from? And like, people must be really clamoring for that that Vietnamese fusion that you guys had. Yeah, thank you so it, much. I want to know what's the secret because I tried to cook pork belly the other night at yeah. home and I just couldn't get the crackling like you get it. I want to know what the secret is. Is there a secret? The secret you have to buy the coffee. They'll buy the cafe. You buy, <laughs> <laughs> buy the business. Fair enough. No, uh, seriously. So, uh, I think that uh, my wife, she had to research a lot. She yeah. tried a lot of recipe before. Yeah. Uh, so uh, she failed a lot. Yeah. yeah. And um, once um, she's worked out with uh, her friends and um, and also asked someone in, in Vietnam as well mm-hmm. and we we, we, we found the, the recipe which is like I think the best is the stage yeah. but she hasn't stopped she's still uh, she's still you yeah, know yeah, yeah. Still, improving still working on it, yeah, working on it. Yeah. Thing, yeah. yeah my wife she's, she's she's the person who's never stopped you know never oh. stopped on, on what she she loved yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she's always helping out at the comedy nights too when we come in the cafe and she's never got time to stop st- at all yeah. Yeah. Like me and you'll stand yeah. there and have a chat April yeah. will say hello as she's flying past <laughs> you know she's always doing something yeah that so, she is yeah. Uh, that's great mate and, and we do appreciate having you guys along we always have a ball yep. uh, but you were I, I was chatting to you one day yep. and you were telling me and you showed me a few clips of what you some of the things you used to get up to back in Vietnam Yeah. so do you want to tell us about some of those uh, yeah actually the my my background is I'm working in media entertainment. Mm-hmm. I used to be the like a music producer, like an event producer. I I organize the shows like a live show for the for the artists. Well, wow. uh, yeah, and I do some like uh, uh, like music shows. Uh, the biggest one was like. Forty thousand audience, wow. yeah, the live show and um, bit, bit like Geelong West Town Hall, yeah. Honestly, honestly, like for the last seven years before two thousand twenty, uh, um, I was rarely at home. Mm-hmm. Mostly, I spent time with my my crew, artists, and just traveling around. Yeah, spent yeah. like uh, nearly. 40 or 50 flights per year. Wow. Yeah. And 
always keep busy and I didn't have time for for, for my wife and uh, my little boy Oscar mm-hmm. and then my wife uh, asked me that okay stop everything in Vietnam it's time for the family and, mm-hmm. and stuff and then I, I think about it a lot you know mm-hmm. it's, it's just like a big change for me because I, I get used to when, 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 once you guys get used to with the stuff that you guys doing like for whole time and you have you you have to think about the family and what you like as well absolutely yeah because it is time consuming yeah. people don't understand how time yeah. consuming those sorts of but, things are but for me I honestly I can say that when I decided to move here permanently like two years ago before Geelong it was a good decision mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. now I, I feel something fresh something new like I'm, I'm I'm just my second years in Geelong as well. I'm learning. I'm learning a lot from you guys, from all of my my customer. I talk with them. I, I like to talk. Uh, I talk with Absolutely. them every day when they come. <laughs> share with them everything. Yeah, yeah that's make like um, my day is totally different day by day. Yeah, yeah make it like interesting as well. Yeah, and uh, I, I learn a lot. I learn a lot about like Australian culture. Mm-hmm. Which I'm, I'm really into now. Like, yeah, yeah. just you guys talk about the footy and rugby before that, which I haven't got any idea before. <laughs> Seriously. No, you're talking about rugby. I haven't got any idea now. So yeah. That's fine. I used to. I used to work in US, and I just know like uh, uh, the football over there is quite like the footy here. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, in Vietnam, the, the king sport is soccer. Yeah, yeah. The soccer is famous everywhere in Vietnam. So, yeah, yeah. And, and that's the same all over the world. I it think. Is, I think yeah. it's quite unique to Australia. Is the different codes we've got here. Yeah. Um, so you haven't been to a football match yet, mate. Haven't got a chance. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we're, so, we're happy to have you down at the Cats anytime. We're always yeah, looking for yeah, that's committed that's, members. Yeah, I, I'm really. I, I would love to go with my son as well because my son, eight years old son, Oscar, he keep asking about the Geelong Cats. Yeah, yeah. so we'll, I'm uh, gonna go. We'll, next year we'll organise. I think there's only a couple of games down here for yeah. the rest of this year. But, but I know that Geelong is much better than. Richmond or something. Oh, very oh, much so, yeah, mate. So yeah. you, already you know yeah. the basics. Yeah. You know the basics of football yeah. and you can build on that. So once yeah. you've got those things out of your system. I watch that game. That, yeah. That's a crazy yeah. game. So oh, if, oh, if Richmond had a good enough got it. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a list of games to watch. 2019 <laughs> grand final. No, yeah. we don't want to scare the ball bloke 2017 uh, qualifying uh, final. Mate, we want to see some games where the good guys win. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what it's about. So, uh, so look, being a music producer and producing some of those gigs and I've seen a couple of the clips on YouTube of, yeah. of the gigs they are massive productions mate okay, well, just tell the listeners what's some of the things that goes into something like that hey, where do you start putting something like that together uh, I think like first you must have the good team yeah yeah. you must yeah. have the good team who know things I mean that uh, if you because you can't know everything. You can't know everything about the stage. You can't know everything about the uh, lighting system or yep. the sound system. But you know people who can do it. Mm. And you trust the people who can do it. And you build up it like a team. Mm. Once you can do it, you, you, you like the people who organize everything, connect everything together. Do you know how to talk to people? Mm-hmm. You know how to... Yep. So it's more management as yeah. opposed to actually being yeah. the technical so, guy. How, so, how big a team would you have? Like, you're talking about the gig for 40,000 people. 
I, my team just have six people. Six? Six people? Six people. Wow. Yeah, but we organized like a crew team about 200 or 300 people. Okay. Yeah. And that 200 and 300 people, they organized the other 500 people yep. as well. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so there's yeah. a lot more people. I was going to say six people running a 40,000 yeah. person yeah. gig. Yeah. 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 Do you work in, in, in that field, you know, that is really stressful. You you yeah. just spend a year to prepare for it and you just have like a two hours for the for the shows. Mm. Yeah. Look, yeah. I know how stressful it can be, mate. Imagine organising that and then having to work behind the bar as well. Yeah. <laughs> very, very difficult. Very difficult. So. Yeah. <laughs> Something uh, really interesting that like uh, you was really stressful, you know, but a lot of jobs and now you just so chill in the bar even though when, yeah. when it's, it's just so so busy yeah but I, I feel it's really interesting I feel it's like you know my life is not that boring when I'm, I'm thinking to move here you know yeah so so was it a big decision for you mate to come over to Australia what what was the driving force behind that I think it's a family yeah yeah family yeah did uh, you have people you knew here why did you choose Australia uh my wife family is here. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. We we was uh, born and raised in Hanoi, but her family moved to Australia like twenty years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, uh, before Australia, uh, we thought about America, which is good for my job. Mm -hmm. But my my wife asked me that uh, why don't we just come and visit my family and see how it goes over there. Uh, after the first trip to Melbourne, I mean, Jura, I decided, okay, that's the best country to live in. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, so peaceful. Because you had spent time in the States, right? Yeah, I spent time. Uh, uh, well, we walk around. We, yeah, yeah we, we, we enjoy, we, we enjoy all the life here, you know, because mm. the uh, U.S. is really good for my job. Mm. But it's too noisy. Yeah, lifestyle here is yeah, a bit more lifestyle. relaxed. Oh. Yeah. But a few less guns and things like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But here's you have everything. We yeah, do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're incredibly lucky in Australia. Chill. Mm. Yeah. And especially good for the kids. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And we've got really low speed limits as well, mate. So, because <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I remember I was having a whinge about those earlier. Yeah, I got three tickets. Yeah, but for my wife' cars, not mine. So. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, need, I need to get married again so I can start blaming them on my wife. <laughs> Did you think where you get the thing? You go, oh, I think you were driving. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure you were. Yeah. She goes, I haven't got my license. No, I think it was you. <laughs> it was you. Yeah, but uh, when I first moved to. Uh, Australia, what make me really, you know, surprised because I'm, everyone is really chill on the on, on the road. You know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just not 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 because the they're rush. half asleep, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Not the rush. Going that slow. Yeah. Yeah. If in Hanoi, you know, if yeah. you travel like uh, uh, like a ten kilometer in the city, it took you an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hanoi is a whole different yeah. world, isn't it? It's just yeah. crazy. I've never seen something like it on, on your bike and. Yeah. Uh, an hour on the car. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, in US it's always busy. Yeah. The highway is always busy. Everybody always get angry <laughs> with you. Yeah. But you. But you look at the populations of those places you just yeah. spoke about. Like, what's the population of Hanoi? It's something crazy, isn't it? Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So Hanoi. Very, very big places. Like there are more people in the, that city than there is yeah. in the whole country. We're very empty, Australia, aren't we? Yeah, we are, really. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, imagine how many people, how many Vietnamese people you could fit in a place the size of his head, mate. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you said you weren't going to do it. Oh, sorry, sorry. I can't help myself, Alfie. <laughs> it's just too big. And, and so you said 
you, um, so you've got family in, or your wife has family in Mildura yeah. as well. Yeah. What, what did you think of Mildura? Uh, Mildura is really, really beautiful. It's People. got its own sort of attraction, hasn't it? It's uh, Murray River. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's on the river. Yeah, it's, it's on the river, dry. it's really beautiful. And but just about the weather, because my son and I, I have got an allergy with the dust storm. Mm. The storm. Ah, yes, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, he likes uh, beaches. He likes swimming. Mm. So yeah. yeah, that's why we we moved to somewhere Definitely. else. That gets very hot up there. Yeah, too. yeah, it, it it's, does. It's yeah. It, and when, the, when you have you been there for one of those dust storms? Yeah, we were there. Uh, my grandparents used to live there, and we were there for one when it came through one day, and you never yeah. seen anything like it. Is that right? It just yeah. went black. Yeah. Black like your yeah. t-shirt, Tim. No good. No good. Nah. So yeah, it's, I, I like Geelong. It's got the best of uh, both worlds, I reckon. It's it's big enough city-wise that there's a lot happening. Mm. Uh, small enough that we've still got that country town feel. You got the beaches down the road. We got the National Wool Museum, which we is a do. big draw that's card. Right. Yeah, that's right. If you haven't been there, mate, take the young yeah. fellow there. Uh, and uh, and uh, also we've got uh, Melbourne just there if you need it, yeah. an hour away, and one of the great football clubs, the oldest football club in the world, Tim. So yeah. In the world. <laughs> the oldest football club in the world. Did you not know that? Oh, God. No, no I didn't know that. There no. you go, mate. So, yeah. yeah. Always looking for members. <laughs> so, yeah. I, think, I think it's a great place to live, Geelong. And, uh, and yeah. we've got the Pulse radio station as well, which is yeah. probably, uh, I think it's killing the ratings at the moment. And now Cafe Palette. Which oh, is and Cafe <laughs> Palette now as well. So, for people who don't know where it is, mate, it's on, yeah. is it Felmongers Road just off that? Uh, it's uh, upper close. It's like a Felmongers and you see the BP, which is next to the BP. Yeah, yeah. so right about halfway down. And so people who, who aren't sure where Felmongers Road is, it's on yeah. where Buckley's is. Yeah. So if you're just sort of driving between the bridge, the Barwon River and Buckley's, it's about halfway down. Yeah. Just behind the BP there. Yeah. And you can't miss a sign, mate. Big Cafe Pallet sign. Yeah. And you will not be disappointed. Mm. Go in and see Alfie. I, I would suggest either the bar. I always have a choice between the barn, me and the nachos. <laughs> yeah. Because they're both amazing and I know I'm not going to be disappointed with either. But all the food's good. And usually you give me a nice little sweet too that <laughs> goes down a treat. You don't that. I know, yeah. I know. That's the thing I don't. I bought my nana in one day yeah. and oh, she raved about it. She couldn't believe she got this free dessert at the end. Yeah, right. She talked about that for about two weeks, mate. So <laughs> she thought it was great. So uh, you were going to start opening a night, you were saying the other day? Is that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to renovate the. Uh, the cafe in like, three weeks we yeah. we will have the really really big uh, kitchen yeah, yeah because um, April want to put more like uh, uh, Hanoi and food the real one the authentic one oh, wow. because we was born and raised in, in the center of Hanoi yeah yeah it's the you know the uh, the restaurant the food and the vendors everywhere you can find mm. everywhere we want to bring that vibe Yep. to to Geelong. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because here that you can find that a lot of Vietnamese food, but they have a three different style: uh, Hanoian style, uh, the middle style, or the the south style. Yeah, yeah. So mostly you would have like uh, the south style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but we here we just do you like want the, the northern Hanoi, Hanoi style. Hanoi. Yeah, right. And was born in Hanoi. Yeah, yeah that's true. It was born in Hanoi, so yeah. that's why we keep like authentic things. Yeah. We are really popular now for fur. Yeah, the most, I have a lot of customers for... Yeah, how do you pronounce that? Because it's fur. spelled P-H-O. Yeah, fur. Fur. I always call fur. it fur. So no, word. you should say fur. If fur. you say that word, yeah. It's something like bitchy, you know. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Foe like an enemy. Yeah. 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 I never thought of it that way. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I had a few f- 
furs that have been uh, an enemy to me the next day. So yeah. uh, that can happen sometimes. But yeah, amazing food. And, and I had to have, I had fur over in Hanoi. Yeah. And it is incredibly good. Like, it's so yeah. good there. Yeah. yeah. It's so, all about the broth. It's all about the stuff. Yeah. You, you cook it like, yeah. you put a lot of bone marrow, be brisket, and a lot Don't of give away your recipes, mate. Yeah. Just make sure you keep them to yourself yeah. so people have to come <laughs> into Cafe Palette and try it out. So when are you doing this? Are you doing Renault's on the kitchen? Is uh, yeah, um, um, we, we still doing it in next three weeks. We finish it in next three weeks. And after that, we have more forces coming. Uh, if you talk about Hanoi, Hanoi and food, there are two, two most iconic ones. The first one is like pho, Vietnamese mm. beef noodle soup. The second one is bún cha, which is like a barbecue pork. Uh, so oh, with, the, uh, with the sauce, uh, fish sauce and oh. and uh, rice beer Michelin. Yeah. Spring rolls as well. Mm. The real spring roll, the Hanoi and spring roll. We're going to have to wipe this desk yeah, down yeah, after. Yeah, There's no. just saliva dripping cool, everywhere yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. sounds incredible, mate. Yeah. And look, if you wanted to, just for your opening night or something, yeah. Um, if you wanted to get a bit of entertainment happening, I just showed you a video of Tim and his new pole dancing career. Oh, oh. <laughs> so, that's no. good. You, got, you would get a lot of uh, the tips over there, you know. I have a, I have a lot of ladies. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, yeah. Uh, I have a lot of customers there from HK. They are real lovely. <laughs> <laughs> they all love to pay. And, and they've got very limited eyesight, too. Yeah. So, yeah, they go by feel like you'd be great. So, no, look, that's fantastic, mate. It'd be really exciting to um, open up the space a little bit and have yep. have that kitchen area. And uh, and you're getting a liquor license as well? I did, yeah. yeah. I do, I do, yeah. yeah. I applied for a few months ago and, yeah, I just went it. Because yeah. it is a big space, mate. Like, well, could yep. people yeah. hire it out? As a yeah. venue, like for the night or I, something? I, I have a lot of inquiry for the big function, like uh, engagement and, and also the like, anniversary because we can carry around 120 people mm. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's picking up in a lot of car space, yeah, parking space. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah perfect for that. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I had my uh, Bucks party in a shed just over the back of you there. <laughs> oh, really? So, yeah, there was a very similar situation to Tim's uh, <laughs> dancing as well that night. Oh, Tim, but, poor Tim. Uh, <laughs> poor Tim. Thank you, Alfie. <laughs> so look, if people do want to come down and try it out, yeah, well, they know where you are. But if they wanted to contact you about engagement parties for functions, things like that, because it is a massive space, you've got a liquor license there now. Yeah. Uh, what's your phone number down there, mate? Have you got a phone, or uh, is it, or should they just come down and see you? What's the best way uh, to do that? Yeah, they can ring us on um, the phone as well. Tim's really good at reading out phone numbers. If you no, wanted to, it's just um, that one. It's just that one. Yeah, they should have. They haven't got the numbers. They've got the words yeah. and so it's really difficult to sort yeah so they can ring me um five triple two seven five two four that's it there we go so five triple two seven five two four yeah and you can just t- chat to the great alfie over here for a start yeah. that'd be a, you uh-huh. won't get april she'll be too busy to jump on the phone she'll be yeah all over the place. on the phone yeah yeah but uh but chat to alfie come down and see him and uh, a great space to rent out and a great space to just go and have something to eat and drink Agreed, yeah fantastic a great man now i Sorry, before we wrap up, yeah, I've got one question. So, the the barn me, which is sort of, <laughs> wait, just, I knew he was going to talk about. Just bear with me though, which is you know very popular here in Australia. Is it a is it a sort of a westernisation of Vietnamese food, or is that actually something you could get in Vietnam? 
you can get it everywhere in Vietnam. Yeah, okay. So and they have a different styles as well. Yeah, they have okay. A, a lot of different styles uh, for buying me as well. Yeah, But okay. It's really good. Yeah. I, I don't know what. I'm not real good with cooking, mate. So I don't know what the spices not you guys put in yours. Yeah. I'm not good at all. But it's it's just taste and it's aftertaste. Like you're, and like Tim said about the pork and the crackling is fantastic. Yeah. Mm. But those spices you put in that mix together and fuse, it's just amazing. It's yeah. incredible. Mm. Yep. Uh, um, I, I try by me. I mean that a lot of places in in, in the world, over the world, like in the US, in mm. Japan, in in Korea, uh, they all have their own recipe, mm-hmm. and they do it really well. And in Australia as well, they 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 have a lot of different style. But uh, I think that the most popular one now they are in Sydney and in Melbourne, uh, which they can make the um, the rolls by themselves. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah, the rolls by themselves. They have their own recipe for the rolls. And uh, in Geelong, we we used to find some supplier who can do the you know the re. I mean, exactly what we want for the roles, yep. but it's really hard. Just can find in Melbourne. That's why we, 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 uh, we do something with that. We change that to the Turkish bread, yep. which is bigger, the yep. big serve, and mm. also crunchy and also like crispy as well when we do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you want to do the real bang me, bang, uh, the thing that we do is like we call it panini. Yeah, but on the feelings. It's still like authentic one. Yeah, it's the that's same feeling. Just change yeah. the role. Yeah. That's the roles because yeah. it's just hard to find. Well, roles. look, whatever you're doing now, it's working. Yeah, yeah. great. No, no, it is the best one in Geelong. Yeah, it is by far. Yeah, now I have a lot of orders, like a function for that that roles. Mm. Like, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it'd be good out at work, mate. To just all, uh, you know, they used to do the platters and stuff. Just yeah. get, just get Alfie to bring out your bunch of bar and meat. Like we won't see you for the rest of the no, day. That's right. No, I'll, I'll have type two diabetes and <laughs> have a heart attack at the age of forty six. I'll just be eating crackling. And yeah, here lies Tim, the another yeah. victim of the bar and meat. Yeah, yeah. was happy though when he went. Yeah, he had a big smile on his face. That's it. Yeah. All right, Alfie. Well, we'll let you go, mate. I know you probably got an early start tomorrow. Yeah. What do you t- What time do you kick off in the morning, mate? Um. Uh, I start at eight, but normally we 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 when we there around like seven thirty. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, uh, that's still yesterday as far as I'm concerned, mate. That's way too early. <laughs> but look, we'll, we'll play a song. We'll say thank you to Alfie for yep. coming in, uh, mate, into the studio. People, please get down to Cafe Palette in just off Felmungers Road behind the BP. You will not be disappointed. If if you are, I'll pay for your meal. There you go. That's how that's how confident I am. Thank you. So and and we'll, if you want to come along, Tim, where can they? What a Event could they come along to where they could try out Cafe Pellets food oh. on the other side of town? Yeah. Is there anything uh, coming up? Um, um, Clicks fingers thinking twelfth uh, of August at uh, Punchlines on Paco. Oh, with Claire Hooper headlining. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what so, is she? And she was in Spicks and Specs uh, and, and uh, Good News Week. Yeah, yeah, and, she's uh, great. Great Australian Bake Off. But yeah. what you can do is you can feed the mind and the body all at the same time. All at the same time. Will they be able to get a barn me there, mate? Uh, yeah, thank yeah, you. there you go. You can it come is. down there and try it. You don't even have to go to, to Breakwater, no. but do both. That's it. Do both. Come and try it there, then try it at, at uh, Punchlights on Paco. Couldn't agree more. Shameless. All right, <laughs> here's the song. Thanks, Tim. We're back there. You are on fire tonight. Hey, I, I want to read out a few of these comments that have come through from your video, mate. People are going crazy on it, right? Mm. There's, uh, I've read a few out already. 
Um, Sarah K- Kittlety, yeah. I'm not sure who that is, yep. could, have at le- could, have, could have at least had a fireman's pole, right? And someone's followed up with not entirely convinced that he would be effective at the station, though. It's great, yeah. <laughs> Considering you are a fireman, that's pretty right. funny. I, I like that one, it's good. Uh, someone, Matt Richards, has written, I've got stirrings. So <laughs> it's good that you're having that effect on people. Someone's uh, just a little GIF there with the horror, the horror. This is a bloke from Apocalypse Now. Um, Greg Merritt's written, perhaps don't give up the day job for a while yet. Um, and someone else just wrote, please, Facebook, make the bad man stop. <laughs> so I love that people are really getting into it yeah, there. And it. Uh, oh, someone, another one, Troy Burns. Oh, I know Troy up in uh, Queensland, champion bloke. Whose garage is that in? And oh, gee whiz, what a world. <laughs> so people are really starting to follow your career there, oh, mate. Oh, gee and, whiz, uh, what a world. Starting to enjoy what you are producing, Tim. So we'll just go straight into Justin Murphy Award. Yeah. So I've put this one forward this week, if that's all right. And I, this person has won it before, but we have had repeat winners before. Yeah, it's okay. So Novak Djokovic, I think, has won it twice. He's won it a couple of times. And and someone reckon, else. Something tells me this bloke's going to pop up again after tonight, too. So you brought this guy up oh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, about a month ago. It was about the Tom Stewart thing. Yeah, that's right. And here's a guy that... Kane Corns we're talking about. I'm just going to yeah. say his name. Yeah, his name. Kane Corns Kane is the winner again. Is the winner again. Winner. And so what's happened is, so the Tom Stewart thing where he came out and it held the moral high ground for someone who had a fairly checkered playing career himself yep. and tried to get out of a lot of things. At, at the tribunal. At the tribunal, that's right. Yep. And then ever since we gave it to him, I cannot stop seeing his ugly mug on the TV pontificating about some point of football where he's offering some opinion about how someone else has done it wrong. Yeah, it's always that. That's yeah, the thing, isn't that, it? That's the thing that gets me. It's never... He's positioned himself as that person. Yeah, as that person that's, you know, we're going to cross to Luke Massey and he goes, yeah, no, I thought that was a terrible decision, decision to do that on the field. Okay, Yeah, but, mate, you're not on the field. Yeah. You're not on the field. It's a, I, I can't yeah. even imagine the pressure that must be to play at that level. And a lot of, uh, not just him, there's a couple of them. Yep. Uh, without pointing any fingers, at least he played the game. Mm. There's a couple on that panel that didn't, but are quite happy to do a very similar thing. Mm. And it's almost like they're positioning themselves to be bigger than the game. Yeah. Like they, they, they talk about it like, this is my opinion and that's fact now. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question, right? Go on. Would the world be a worse place without footy pundits? And the answer is no. No one would miss them. No one would miss someone banging on on 10 o'clock on a Monday night about some obscure point of footy well, factoids. there's room for it, Tim. I won't say that. I enjoy watching some of those panels. And I know Caroline Wilson cops are hiding, right? Mm. And she has for a long, long time. Now, I can see why people don't like it. I personally don't mind her. But it's the same sort of thing where it's just constantly trying to find that story, constantly trying to get that headline. And it's almost like every week they've got to have something they've else, whether, something. whether there's anything there or not. No, that's right. And that was my point with the Tom Stewart thing. He obviously didn't mean it. Yeah. You know, he's never done that before. Mm. He's never. He's not like a Toby Green. Not that I have anything against Toby Green, but he's got. He's, it's not like that sort of thing where he's a, a career made a career out of doing it. No. He didn't raise his elbow. 
You know, he just bumped the guy, which two years ago would have been play on, right? And they, he just got made out to be like he killed someone by by Corns, who in the past used his career outside of footy to try and get out of tribunal. Yeah. And you go, mate, you're not someone who should right. have the more high ground in anything. So what, no. what have you actually pinged him for this week? Just being around a lot and annoying me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he must have said or done something to him. No, it's just, it's just the whole... I think what it is is every time I see him, it's something negative. Yeah, it's yeah, him okay. going on about how crap someone is or what. And, and that's what the Justin Murphy Award's all about. It is, yeah. It's like whinging. It's hypocrites yeah. whinging, yeah. Because yeah, like we don't do that. Because I was a whinge about cricket, right? And it's yeah. about... Like I, used to, I used to hook in on Shane Watson endlessly. Yeah. And then, do you know what cures me every time? We've spoken about this previously. Is when you go and watch live cricket and you see how fast they're bowling yeah. and how hard it is and you just go, mate, that's incredible. Yeah, exactly. And you just right. go, wow. I'm yeah. in awe of anyone who plays at that level. Yeah, yeah. I'd face an over off one of those blokes and just have six bruises and possibly oh, a hole in my body. You'd be taking guard and the ball would just go past you. Okay, oh, you're done, right? Yeah. Is it changing yeah. ends? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's, uh, I think Kane Corns is probably just about ready to hang up the boots now after hearing that. He's, yeah. he's thinking, oh, well, I thought I had a career happening here. Nah. I thought I was on the right track, but Fat and Ginger have stepped in. That's it, gone. And gone, mate. Yeah. And you have that effect on people. Talking of gone, I think that's our time for the week. Time to go, is it? I think so. so Before they turn the lights off on us? Yep, yeah, so boy, this time next week we should have 110 on the M1 up to Melbourne. Yeah, I think so. I think that'll happen. Yep, and Kane Corns will be hanging up the boots to go and do something, maybe a bricklayer, perhaps. Although, now I just thought of something now. Yeah. Do you remember when we did that um, Ginger Davis segment? Mm. Because all our things come true, we both predicted something that might happen. What? Oh, yeah. What was yours? I can't remember. Mine was, was that the Queen would die. Well, she's so, still going. Yeah, so... And mine was there was going to be a massive footy scandal, like massive. Was there, though? No, nah, not really. Nah. Just normal crap. Just normal rubbish, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. look, uh, if you can think of a scandal, ladies and gentlemen, that you yeah. think is going to happen Please, I need to make this happen. That's it. So, um, did you reckon we could be in a scandal one day? That'd be good, wouldn't it? What would we have to do to get in a scandal? It'd be tiring being in a scandal. Yeah. Well, surely if we were going to do one, it would have been when we hang lived on, together. Hang on, hang on. I just posted, you just posted a 40-second video of me pole dancing. That, that, that's well, not a scandal. No, there's nowhere left to go. The scandal's where I'll be caught looking at it. <laughs> All right, we've time to go. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Hey, yeah. thank you for people who uh, wrote in and messages as well. Yeah, well, and phoned in. And phoned in, yeah. yeah. Wayne from Mount Mercer. I hope he doesn't ever come in. No, nah, that's He knows not. where we are. That's, yeah, why we, that's, that's why we keep doing pre-records. Yeah, we're in the Barry Seal predicament. So. Yeah, so... Um, look, thanks everyone for listening and participating in everything and uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. Cheers. System shut down.